Hello guys, it's Mike Five from NewMusicSaturday.com here to introduce this week's amazing part one. We have got a special guest co-host in the form of our fantastic uh, and good friend Stuart Clatt Lewis from the Premium Blend Radio Show. If you haven't listened to the Premium Blend Radio Show, you really should. It's a great weekly show, a couple of hours every Thursday, plays some amazing tracks by unsigned and independent bands. Normally has a live band in the studio. I'm not sure how that'll go for the next few weeks with the uh, self-isolation coronavirus thing going on if you're listening to this in the future that might mean nothing to you the aliens may have landed and the coronavirus might be a distant memory but for those of us listening in relative real time that's a big thing everyone's self-isolating everyone's at home we do talk about it a bit in the show um and and that's what gives the uh, the name the title uh, to this particular episode this week we have got some cracking proper rock and roll punk and indie tunes and a little bit of blues in there as well it's really cool i hope you enjoy it part two's on its way as well thanks for listening guys cheers looked out there and there's puddles of water all over the freaking stage. <laughs> yeah, well, look, I don't want to lie to you, boys. Uh, six days a week, the place is a hockey rink. Yeah, well, this is a rock concert, not the bleeding splish splash show. Here we go again. Here we go again. Wait, 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 wait. Welcome to New Music Saturday with myself, Dr. Bones, the Doc of Rock, and the co- my co-host and partner in crime, Mike Five, the guitarist everybody wish they were. What's happening, Mike? Good evening, brother. I'm good, yeah, I'm good. I've had a, um, an interesting week spent mostly in the house. There's not much else to say, because okay. there's not much else going on now, is there? <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, and for people listening, if they heard that little extra part in our intro uh, tonight, the Stu 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 means uh, we have a special guest back, co-hosting the show with us. It's been a long time. We're happy to have him back. Please welcome Stuart from the Premium Blend Radio Show. Welcome back, Stu. Oh, geezers. How's it going? Very well, man. <laughs> I, awesome to have you back, man. I've, no, I've been waiting for this day to have you back just because you guys have been so busy so it's awesome to be back on the show man we had a blast the first time so guys you're in for a fucking treat tonight let me tell you <laughs> oh, oh it's always good to be back it's, it's a yeah i'm a fan of the show so when i'm on it it's like i'm a little bit starstruck to be truthfully honest 
So uh, <laughs> it gets me right there every time. So thanks for having me back. So, Oh, man, it's a pleasure to have you back. So uh, we got a lot of good tunes tonight. So uh, we discussed this before we went on air. So uh, the order how we're going to work this is going to be myself, Stu, and then uh, Mike Five will be the cleanup, <laughs> so to speak. But, man, we have some great tunes tonight, and it was, it was a little hard at first, but then... When I got going with it, man, it flowed so well, but this was, I mean, there always are fun, but this one was exceptionally fun, because tonight, uh, not only do we have a, a very tripped out part two once again, but part one, it's got more than its uh, uh, finite heavy spots, but there's a lot of good soloing tonight, so I think tonight we might be hashtagging like a soul and a mess, but uh, just check them out, because there's a lot of good ones tonight, and uh um, Alan Morrissey and Retox and uh, um, Leftover Bullets. There's some just really good soloing and just like badass stuff. So um, if we are pretty much ready to go here, we're going to get going. Um, so Stu, uh, before we get going, what have you been up to? <laughs> well, uh, I've been self-isolating for the last two weeks because the first week I was at home after my eye op. So uh, I've, uh, I don't get to speak to hardly anyone. So it's nice to see some faces and actually get to speak to some people. So, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, been chilling, really. Living oh. the dream uh, with me and Pebbles, self-isolating. Oh, nice. Right on. Well, you can tell Pebbles that uh, uh, Em and I say hi. <laughs> and I'm sure she'll see her at some point tonight. Yeah, she's just over in the background. You might just be able to see her. Give her a little wave. Hello. Hello. <laughs> But um, I was going to say, uh, so yeah, we got a kick-ass show tonight. We're going to have a lot of fun, and um, I'm trying to think if there's anything I left out. Oh, uh, just before we get going here, uh, Mike and I want to express a huge gratitude and thank you because uh, we've reached over a 1,000 likes on our fan page. So a big thank you to everyone for the continual support. We really do appreciate it, and it's, a, it's another milestone for NMS. So thank you. Thank you very, very much. Uh, we love and appreciate all of you. So that was awesome. So, um, that being said, we're going to get this kicked off and, uh, pretty much kicked off the right way like we normally do. So it's, it's always, it's always not necessarily hard, but it's always kind of tricky to kind of pick an opener just because, you know, you just want to kind of, kind of try to set the tone right away. And I think this song will just about do that. So it's a band called Primal Vinyl. The song's called Baby Steps. Do this. Oh, 
tune so primal vinyl with baby steps and uh very positive but you just got that really really catchy hook and the the, the build up to the bridge and the breakdown man very well done somewhat standard verse course verse but they made it work they made it work well to their advantage and that was the plus side of it is they they really just brought it home and just went bah, here you go well, it's definitely a great start to the show. Uh, great kicking it off with a, with a, with a great tune. Uh, it's got a great, yeah, like you say, great hook. Uh, there's a little bit of electro in there as well, I hear. Uh, but it's got, yeah, it's got a great, great, great track. It just kind of uh, got great drive to it. Uh, it does it for me. Absolutely cracking. Nice one. Yeah, man, I'm with you both. Like, I feel like all evening I want to go, yeah, I yeah, agree. I know, right? <laughs> well, I guess nothing like, to say. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's true. It's like, it's just proper. It's a great way to open the show. Kick-ass rock and roll right from the top. It's got that kind of industrial Rob Zombie kind of vibe in places, which is pretty cool. And then it's got oh, some yeah, nice man, like Dragula. and all that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. cool, man. Well, it's just, it's like, I think that's right, man. Like, it, sounds, it sounds very close to Dracula. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm adding value even at the end, right? Yeah. Well, man, I saw Rob Zombie for that concert. I mean, I've seen him with, I saw him with White when he was White Zombie, and then when he did one on his own. And, man, even, right, let's say this is like, I can say like 2000 or so, roughly, like right around there. <clears> so he's like, say, 45, 46. And, man, for a guy who's just a little over maybe five foot four inches, with like heavier jacket, heavier boots, and just just man, giving her on stage, like 
He he man, he he, he can move pretty good. Like <laughs> I bet he's about seven foot with the boots though, isn't he? Uh, a couple more inches, not quite that tall, but it was it was a. It's pretty... got some proper platform beats, though, man. Like, yeah, man, it was like a pretty. Had a rock and boot. It was a pretty badass like stage setup. Like he had like two like, huge robots on the other side that were twisting and turning stuff, so it's pretty cool. But yeah, so there we go with a good start. And next up, this is awesome because I'm sure I'm pretty sure uh, the release date was yesterday for this song. Maybe a little bit sooner than that. But the guys from Fox Hunt who sent us their single Dirt not too long ago. I saw the video first, and I was like, man, I love this tune. So I emailed back right away. So can you please send us the MP3? We've played Dirt quite a few times. So this is their newest single. And the song, the band's Fox Hunt, the song's called Trust No One. And the only thing I'm going to use with that with that title step off to is uh, Dave Navarro from Jay's Addiction. His album, Trust No One, his solo album, his only solo album, Trust No One. I still, and I've said many, many times, Mike, you know this, I still say this day, that is one of the best albums I've ever heard in my life. Just because, you know, there's maybe a, just a little bit of Jane's Addiction influence in there, but otherwise it's all him, and it's just such a great album. And I saw his tale, I was like, man, that's a great tale, and this is another badass heavy tune. So let's get rocking here with Fox Hunt and Trust No One. Dig this. <laughs> Come on. 
fucking on. Fox Hunt, trust no one, and man, what a badass, heavy as fuck ending that was. What a great way to taper that song off, and holy crap, man, wow. That Nothing but respect and love for these guys, and that was so well done. The vocals were just killer, man. The, the, the harmony and the pitches were great. I just the 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 uh, uh, orchestration of the whole song, and just the, the, the it's like such a strong finish. But man, it just the way that the, the 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 production went, it seemed like every little bit they kept on wanting, kept on having you want more and more. You know, each time you know, it's like a build, 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 and just just nail it each time. Like wow. <laughs> Uh, well, that's one of those tracks that kind of, uh, you know, kicks you in the guts and makes you want to hear, keep listening to it because it's just absolutely cracking, absolutely outstanding tune. Uh, obviously, with this isolation business, you would think that the tunes are going to get uh, are going to be a little bit demo like, but that's definitely the production on there is absolutely fantastic from start to finish. Uh, it's just an absolute top tune. It really is just an absolute belter. Absolute belter. That's it, isn't it? That's exactly it. It's a stunner. Like, that is, you know, this is the soundtrack to a Saturday night. And what we know for certain is that half the world are not going out tonight. So everyone's sitting there going, what should I do? What should I listen to? Well, I tell you what, give that a fucking blast because that's amazing. It's going to burn your ears off, mate. That's fantastic. Great tune. And it's it's unfortunate. Uh, um, One of the little birds messaged me today. He goes, Goes bummer, man. I'm gonna miss NMS and I gotta work for the next three days. Like, I was like, well, that's that's too bad. He's like, well, no, stay safe, stay healthy. And he's like, yeah. I was like, well, at least you can catch on the replay. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's the, the best, the best I had to, had to offer, right? So, but uh, yeah, he was just a little bum. <clears throat> he was just a little bum, but cool. But they've been big supporters. Like we've been big supporters of them too. So, big shout out to Metal Birds and. They were the Austin, Texas NMS on tour, which we need to get back to. And I'm sure with the, the isolation going on, we can do that as well. And uh, just before I get to the next next uh, song. So, um, uh, Stu, have I ever told you about my neighbor, Jim, across the street? Uh, no, no, I don't think you have, okay. actually. Well, this, this guy, he's a nice guy. He's probably about 70, 71. And he's, he's nice, but he's just... He's, not necessarily handy, but clumsy handy. So, <laughs> and uh, there's one time, and this is probably one of my favorite stories, and I just, I still kind of, I, when I think about it, I just burst out laughing because it just, I, I can't believe it. So what happened is uh, Jim was working in his house, and what he was working on, he forgot to disconnect all the power. So just, just, just so you have an idea, Jim is about 90 pounds, maybe just a little bit over five foot high. So he's, he's a small guy, right? So... Yep. Forgot to disconnect the power, so grab whatever, toss him four and a half feet, just launch him, launch him four and a half feet. And he's telling me this story. This happened about 17 years ago, roughly. And he said, "Well, it goes. Well, the only problem was because when it came to, I was like, oh my came, he's like, oh Jesus Christ, how we, <laughs> where, where are we going from here, right?'" So he says, "Well, I had to go pick my wife up at Metro Detroit Airport. It's about two and a half hours away, you know, via the U.S. border because it's, it's in Michigan." And so it says. Uh, it, before he got to to the point and get to which blew my mind, he said when he when he was looking, it was like just picture Star Wars at warp speed, you know the kind of lights whizzing by your head sort of thing. It goes, that's what's like my vision. It's like, oh, it's like, oh seriously? And it's like, oh yeah. So I got in the car and I drove. It's like, it's like, you still fucking drove? 
and he he got he got maybe twenty minutes away, and there's a there's a place there. It's it's like a shuttle service. So he got there, and he's like, "Okay, I can't drive." Thankfully, he had enough sense to stop after that. But he went in and asked them because they do that sort of thing. Can you go to the the, the, the Detroit airport and pick my wife up? He's like, "Okay, yep, yeah, sure, no problem." The guy asked a few times, "Are you feeling okay?" He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'm fine." And probably thinking he's tweaking. Meanwhile, he's just still you know aftershock from being from being shocked and thrown four and a half feet. But yeah, that's the type of guy Jim is. He's a nice guy, but just very clumsy and not so bright sometimes. But it was kind of funny. So they got back. Uh, they were actually in Michigan about a week and a bit ago. So when they got back is when the self-isolation started. And they said, oh, if you've gone over the border. So that's exactly what we've been doing. So we've been getting going for them, helping them out. All good, no problem. And then today, we, we just got back in the driveway. And Jim's on his front porch. So he's a good 500 feet plus away. He's like... It's like, can I talk to you for a second? He's like, oh, sure. And he's like, uh, there's a few questions we need. He's like, just get back or you just go? And he's like, man, Jim, I just got back. <laughs> he's like, it's like, oh, it's a very bad time. He's like, man, what do you need? I'm like, okay, you know what? That's not, that's, that's, that's not quite something you need right this instant. So I said, I'll go tomorrow morning. He's like, okay, okay cool. He's like, but it's like, oh, second time, man. He's like, I love the guy to death and his wife, Janet. They're awesome people. But man, it just like. The, after the fact, we just get back and they, they, they know we've left, and it's like, oh, well, I was like, oh, god damn it. <laughs> Did he ask you for 48 toilet rolls and 17 bags of pasta? No, no, no. He, all, the only thing he asked for was four bags of sour community chips and uh, chocolate and vanilla ice cream cones for a company called Chapters. Oh, just and, the essential. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and we, we, we bought Jen another bottle of wine so she could be with Jim. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. I take it Jim won't be coming around to do any uh, house repairs on your house then? No, not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> very nice man, but just yeah, just he's 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 like Tim Allen from Home Improvement, just clumsy, <laughs> clumsy real life, and really doesn't know exactly what he's doing. Does he, uh, does he listen in as well? Pardon, sorry. Does he listen in? Uh, no, he doesn't. I told him I've been doing this, so it's it's not not surprising him, but he doesn't listen in. Like, he just. If this is kind of past him. He's 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 uh more like not this problem with the bell, like Elvis and that sort of thing. Some more fifty stuff and you know they're set their way. So they get their they got their 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 show. So I'm not sure if it's like Jeopardy or whatever, but something like that. You know. So I think if the uh, if the lockdowns last much longer globally, then we're going to have a choice between playing loads of singer songwriters that pop up and do stuff in their living room, or just going back old school and playing some Elvis, which will probably be sort of you know out of copyright or whatever by well, now. But, man, <laughs> you, know, but you know what, man? <laughs> we we literally have an abundance of music. So if it came down to that thing coming out, we have a, more than a plethora to go through. Like I got a hard drive. For Full, like we are definitely set. Like if we needed to be. So, I'll tell you what, though, we had a good good amount of submissions again this week. It doesn't oh, yeah. seem to have slowed down yet, does it? So, I guess people plan their releases a few months in advance normally, don't they? So, yeah, the way right now, but it's uh, it's going to be in about the next four five weeks when it'll suddenly go quiet because obviously all the studios are shut. Right, and that's yep. when it's gonna start to yeah, you'll be going through your back catalogue. That that's easy enough. Like I mean, but yeah, we have lots and lots. So we're we're like I said, man, we're we're set. <laughs> so let's get back to the music. Uh, well, playing it at least because we've been talking about it. But uh, so um, this song we tried to get to the other week, and we played a different song with a band, yet a, still a very cool band called Grace and Danger. Because initially we played a song "Play with Me," but we got the instrumental version. Now this is the actual lyric version, which is a great tune as well. 
And uh, like we played a different song by them last week, but I was like, you know what? This fit in perfectly this week, and I want to get this song nonetheless. So this is Grace and Danger, and a song called Play With Me. Dig this.
great tune nonetheless man like really really enjoy it. just it's like a, such a catchy hook and uh it kind of a little bit of the breakdown kind of sounds like a um a time warp no someone lost the time warp so uh but always a badass tune and just like yeah it, it just really just it's got it's catchy it's it's got the good hook to it the vocals are great and i just love the beat to it every time i hear this guy's stuff man i love it it just just every time you hear it you, you find out or you hear more and more stuff you didn't hear the first time around right so instrumental or non-instrumental it doesn't matter you still pick up more stuff than you need to pick up the first time around so great tune that was uh, grace and danger play with me uh well firstly they were they're eastbourne massive which is yeah, yeah my hometown eastbourne massive yeah, so it's obviously there's a great sign that, that some good music is coming out of my hometown uh i've had to, these guys i put them on a gig last year and they've been on the show they were absolutely outstanding uh, I think they're actually related to John Mayer as well. I think he's uh, their, their uncle. So you can definitely hear those influences in that, that track. Uh, they're a great bunch of guys. Uh, Rory and Aidan, uh, big up, guys. How you doing? Hope you're all right. Uh, absolutely fantastic. Yeah, if they keep doing that, then they're just uh, definitely on the right path. Mate, it's brilliant. Like The bass line in that, with that beautiful like Hammond organ and those big flourishes and everything is just gorgeous. It's cool with the vocal. Like, it was a good instrumental. Uh, when we heard whatever version that was for some reason yeah, <laughs> a few well, weeks ago, but it's kind of cool but it's a great you know the the words make it really good as well so uh, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> well <laughs> even good. even ron both singles because i love the instrumental because i like this one even better so well the instrumental was i think i compared it to um uh joe bonamassa's kind of uh like funk side project who i can never remember what they're called funk soul massive something i'm sure i had to look it up last time uh, but it had that kind of vibe um but with the vocals it's kind of different um Stu, you mentioned that you played it on your show and you haven't plugged your show yet so maybe you yeah. should do that <laughs> really well how can plug my show if you wish uh, uh, yeah i uh, i'm the presenter and producer of the premium Dome radio show uh coming out of 25.9 house from fm every thursday evening between 8 and 10 
Uh, I play the very best uh, indie and alternative rock with a live band or musician every week, uh, all finished off with a top DJ mix, as I'm sure many people will probably hopefully would have listened in before, uh, know what it's like. The, uh, the format is always set. Uh, you can find out more about the show, obviously, via my website, which is www.thepremiumblendradioshow.co.uk uh, or .com, because I have both, because I stitched up the market, uh, and it only cost me 12 quid to get the .com as well. Otherwise, I wouldn't have bothered. Uh, but, yeah, it's a great show. I absolutely love it, whether I am biased. Uh, and I recommend anyone to tune in. Uh, you can find me all over the socials uh, at, uh, at Premium Blend Radio on Facebook, uh, at Premium Blend Rad on Twitter, and the Premium Blend Radio Show on Instagram. I'm not on TikTok or Snapchat because they're gash. Uh, but, hey, <laughs> hey, I might be on there one day. You never know. And plus, I'm a bit, you know, I'm actually going to get my daughter to teach me about TikTok. So I'll probably be on there soon as well. well I'm on Snapchat, you jerk. <laughs> I don't use it. I don't understand it. Uh, kids. I'm not a kid. And I don't understand it. I have no idea. So I just don't bother. Oh, I'm just playing right. with you, man. I don't, I'm just teasing. It's okay. I am on Snapchat, but I don't care. So go ahead, Mike. Can I just say that that was the slickest, like, you know, if we interview bands or whatever, and we're like, I'll oh, give us, you know, plug something or whatever, that, you know, everyone sort of stumbled. You've done that so many times. There was no stumbling over words. <laughs> no yeah. like, right, hey, we... this opportunity, let me tell you all about my show. Oh, boy, <laughs> yes, yeah. every week, every Thursday evening, I do that every week. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's great. Well, we're both big fans. We love it. I need to catch oh, yeah. up on the last one or two, actually, because I've been uh, doing other things. But um, yeah, no, that's, it's it's a great show. And we're obviously delighted to have you on this great show as well. well um, as I say, I'm a fan of the show and I listen in most Saturday nights, to be truthful. And it's obviously after match of the day, obviously. So, um, what has to be on this week? So it's all right. Yeah, football's cancelled. Stu's here all night, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm staying in tonight, so you Because know. <laughs> I know you've got a priority stream, mate. That's <laughs> 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 so, right. We'll talk about all the places you can catch up on the show later. Um, <laughs> what have we? What have we got next, Doctor so, Baines? Next up, uh, like I said, we did make a last-minute switch because I thought I thought it followed better. So next up, we have a brand new Sunday Sunny, which is off the brand new EP available on all all media, so Bandcamp, uh, iTunes. Spotify the whole thing, but it's a great P and we were lucky enough to interview Andre a couple weeks ago. So here we go with Cyanide Sunday and Disconnected. Dig this.
there's the hated just coming to school every day, they didn't want to come, and just, you know, have hatred towards the school, towards the teachers, towards everybody. Cyanide Sunday with Disconnected, another badass, heavy, kind of punk rock tune by those guys. Like I said, we got Lucky Interview, Andre, a couple weeks ago, and that was a lot of fun. And uh, the new EP is out right now a little bit earlier than they wanted to because of what's going on, but they will have uh, the postponed uh, uh, release date, like like live show will be October. But good song, man. Love these guys. And uh, like they, they've been been putting out nothing but great tunes for the past like year, year and a bit because they have point thousand plus EP, man. Awesome. Well that's an absolute beast of a track. What a what an absolute tune that is. Uh it's uh definitely it just rolls really nicely. Uh it absolutely kicks ass and it's uh, it's just an absolute beast. So uh, yeah that's a proper tune. Uh, I would also like to say that uh, that uh, I've had a little message through from a uh, maiden from Grace of Danger. It's John Martin, not John Mayer. I do apologize. Uh, so I stand corrected and I'm an idiot. um yeah we just had this conversation i don't know who john mayer is then because i was thinking of the same person not the person you guys just described and went who's john mayer then so i don't know who that is but anyway that's that's cool um this is a brilliant track i i I feel like because it was only a couple of weeks ago we interviewed andre from cyanide sunday um and if you're listening to this live or if you're listening to this on catch up, but kind of vaguely in real time, it's amazing. Like they were planning to do their launch show the following Friday. Exactly. And then all of this coronavirus stuff just blew up and that was canceled and everything else was canceled. Yeah. The apocalypse began. So mm-hmm. it's kind of amazing to think what's changed in a couple of weeks. Obviously, if you are listening to this, you know, in 2023, you're like, what are they on about? Like coronavirus was nothing compared to the aliens. Uh, but yeah, anyway, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but at the time it was a bit weird. Um, yeah, so it's kind of uh, uh, kind of crazy to think. So I do think if you're listening to this and you like that tune, go and find them. I'm pretty sure they're on Bandcamp, but obviously they'll be everywhere else. Go and buy that. Give them a bit of cash because they're not getting paid for that launch gig or the tour they were going to do or anything else, as with many of the bands uh, that we're playing. So do go and uh, and save the money you would have spent on a bus fare to work where you work from home. Save that money. Spend it on buying new music instead. That's my advice. It's yeah, well, not going out. Because we're not going out, there's no bars open, there's nowhere to go. Yeah. You know, everyone's got the spare cash in their pocket. So spend right. it on music, you know, do something good with it instead oh. of actually spunking it and pissing it up the wall. That, that's, exactly. what I, that's what I've been doing, actually. Yeah, so. yeah no, exactly. Yeah, I speaking, think. Speaking of which, Mike, did you get your Neville Dead package yet? 
No. Okay. Yeah. Right, because Odell messaged me their day and said, obviously, because Sunday candidates can take a while, that's fine. But um, uh, just on, on the note of the Evil Dead, so I want to say a big congratulations to Odell and his partner. Uh, um, they just welcomed a, a new baby boy uh, a week early. Oh, congratulations. So, congratulations. And uh, so you just mentioned saying, well, it's going to be a while because of this time. They were thinking, oh, it's totally cool, no problem. So I'm just wondering if he sent if he had sent yours out yet because obviously you're within the area, so... Uh, no, they haven't received it yet, okay. but um, you know they're, they're probably they've got other priorities. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure if you got it before the lockdown happened, so I just figured out. No, no, I think the post offices are still open, but you know they're busy. And what yeah. what this does remind me of though is I saw a brilliant thing this week, which said obviously with everyone you know at home in you know cl- uh, close quarters to each other for a number of weeks uh, all across the world, there's going to be lots of people to get a bit frisky, uh, have yeah. a good time. And in nine months, which is around about Christmas, actually, so this is going to be a bit scary. But in about nine months' time, you know, there's potentially going to be a whole load of babies, and we're going to call that generation coronials. And I thought oh, that was brilliant. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought that was genius. I was like, I like this. And also, divorce rates are about to go up about, oh. about July, August. Yeah. Time. <laughs> yeah, you, right. know what, you, know what's, you know what's funny is because, like, uh, on this, this one app, uh, um, it's, it's from the U.S., but you can pick it up anywhere. It's called Chive. And... It said this is like probably about two weeks ago. They had because they have albums and it's a bunch of different stuff. And it said that the divorce rate in China has like shot up like drastically because of the two month shutdown. <laughs> so I was like, oh, well then. <laughs> and of course, got, and, uh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just saying, I've got a great tip actually for anyone um, who's worried that you know if you if you're, if you're in lockdown, and you spend a lot of time you know with your partner and it might end in divorce. My great tip to everyone is marry someone you actually like. Yeah, or 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 make, <laughs> or, or, or make sure you're stuck with a lot of booze and or pot. So. Yeah, well, there is. <laughs> <laughs> a easier said than done. You know, I didn't even need the coronavirus now to get rid of my wife. Okay. <laughs> oh dear! Well, I've started a story, so <laughs> no, that's a part two story. Yeah, right. But no, I'll 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 decide. You know, like. You know, it, it's been nice because Kim was working half days last week, and I actually really enjoyed having her home in the morning. So it was actually really nice because we could all go out, take the dogs out for a walk together. So, so I was actually, I was actually happy that now she's back to full days, but just her. But either way, all right. but either way, I mean, it, it's not necessary, but it's like okay, whatever. I mean, it's just a small office, anyways. But still, um, so that being said, you know, it, it's it's sucks, but I, I did enjoy having her home in the morning. So. Kind of work both ways for both of us, right? So, yeah, definitely. That's cool, man. All right. Yeah, so, well, Pebbles, Pebbles and I were actually, um, uh, because we've got to socially distance, she's been in the cupboard under the stairs. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I've been around for a couple of hours. Yeah, and then she goes back in again, and we're socially distancing. It seems to work a trick for me. <laughs> That's what I was saying earlier, like, yeah. I, I generally, apart from going to, to gigs and stuff, and I haven't been to many, actually, over the last few months, because I've just been trying to save money and stuff, but um, <clears throat> generally, I'm not really a sort of, you know, I'm, I'm a people person, and I like people, but I don't, I'm not one of those people that, you know, likes hanging out with people too much, so I kind of right. socially distance myself from people anyway, it's kind of just a natural thing to, I'm like, oh, I'm going to sit at home and write this riff rather than go and see you, <clears throat> um, so I kind of do that anyway, but now that I'm being told to by the government, I'm like, no, I want to go out. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> How dare you control me? I want to get out of here. But obviously I'm not. But, uh, you know, I'm like, oh, God damn it. Well, it's mad, man, isn't it? I'm just basically a huge child. 
rebellious our, child. Our, 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 our version of uh, social distance distancing is, you know, we're watching TV. We both fall through the couch. She wakes me up. I tell her I'm gonna come to bed, and I fall through the couch. So she just leaves me there. So <laughs> she, goes, she goes to bed. There, 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 there's a social distancing right there, right? Like, I, I give you a chance, and you, you say, "Wait, oh, you're, you're done. Stay there." <laughs> Brilliant. So man, okay, uh, right now, well, back to music. So uh, this is another cool band, uh, a brand new band to the show, a band called Dirty Laces. The song's called "The You." Take this.
Right on, Dirty Laces with you, and that was another, well, to use your term, a cracking tune. I mean, uh, it was just like very bluesy and rock, and uh, very rock driven as well. And man, I really enjoyed this song. Like I, this, this whole set, we got a lot of, a lot of good soloing and a lot of good builds and breakdowns and, and bridges, man. And <clears throat> this song was no accepted role, and it was a great tune. Really loved the one. Yeah, Dirty Laces are fantastic. They're an absolutely great band. I saw them live uh, about, uh, about a year, year and a half ago uh, at the Brunswick when they were put on with the Modern Age Music gig, uh, their South Coast tour last year, actually. Uh, and they were absolutely fantastic. They've got very much uh, an Oasis sound uh, back then, but they seem to have really found their own sound now. Uh, and that track definitely is a, is a new sound for them. And I think it definitely works the band. Their drummer as well. I think he's probably one of the best drummers I've seen in a long time. He is absolutely phenomenal as a drummer. Yeah, he absolutely <laughs> loves it. From that first time that that, that stick it hits that bit of, uh, hits that drum, he loves it, and he is just absolutely phenomenal. Uh, they're actually they're a really good band. They produce some really great tracks, uh, and I really suggest going checking out uh, some of their previous stuff. I think it was Moving Pictures that I played on the show. Uh, again, it's a great track. So yeah, so you is absolutely outstanding. Yeah, nice work, Dirty Laces. Nice, nice. Do you know what's really funny about what you just said is that I literally just tweeted, this sounds like what would happen if you put the Datsuns and Oasis together in a room and said, there's something kind of, I don't know, there's something kind of supersonic era in the vocal and then the end of the, you know, that light little bluesy guitar solo was just like the end of Champagne Supernova on it, which is pretty yeah. cool. So I love the Oasis vibe, but you're right, it is completely their own sound. It's got that hard rock edge to it. It's nice and bluesy and it's got all those beautiful pentatonics in it. The guitar tone's amazing and it's just a great tune. I love songs that are great songs. That is a great song. What else can I say? And if you heard Pebbles in the background, be sure to check out Pebbles Reviews. She is on Facebook, and she does a phenomenal job, so please check her fan page out. 100%. Yes. It's Pebbles yes, on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. All, uh, all Pebbles Reviews all goes through a fantastic website, which is um, <laughs> www.radioshow.co.uk, apparently. So, uh, yeah, go and check out Pebbles Reviews. She does a great review, and it'll go through my website. Can't, I can't say better than that, really. Yeah. And I've heard that website is amazing. I, I, it is yeah. a it cost me a bloody fortune, I tell you. I'm still paying for it now, to be honest. It's got a, it's got a counter on it and everything. Yeah, countdown timer. Countdown, not counter. It'll make you a cup of tea in the morning, and if you ask it nicely, it might even make you a bacon sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah. Okay, let's let's see how long it takes to overload the website with requests for a bacon sandwich. <laughs> um, can, I, can I do a couple of shout-outs, if possible? Go for it. Yeah, go for it. Go on. All right, so a big shout-out to Lee from Dead Dad's Club for tuning in. What a ledge. Absolute awesome guy. Uh, top band. Go and check out Dead Dad's Club. They're absolutely fantastic. Yeah, they've done twice. They've come on my show on a 10-hour on a round trip to come on my show. Now, if that wow. doesn't make them legends, I don't know what does. Where do they come okay. from? Uh, Melbourne. Melbourne? All the way down to my show. I know. I know. It, it gets me right there. I'm, I'm actually holding back the tears because they're just. <laughs> they really are. They're absolutely. They're fantastic. So go and check out their stuff. Uh, apparently, I'm going to get the exclusive. I'm not holding my breath because they keep telling me that. But hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lee. Uh, the other shout out is for Mark as well. Quiz, actually. He's, uh, he's actually doing. Uh, he's bringing some joy to the self-isolation uh, with his quiz, with his uh, quiz actually. Uh, he's doing a virtual quiz on Monday night, uh, set on 30th of uh, March. 
750 to get onto his um onto his page with the quiz starting at 8 p.m. prompt. Uh, streamed on his li- a quiz actually Facebook page uh, with 1.25 people say they're going or interested. So it makes it quite. It's going to be the big fat isolated quiz of the year. 1.25 people. Uh, thousands. Oh, I was going to say. Pardon. One seat to be mother. <laughs> Uh, he's going to be doing all sorts. There's going to be loads of um, uh, grassroots music played as well through it as well. So it's going to be an absolute cracking th- uh, sh- uh, quiz. So yeah, go and check it out. If you want to find out more, go and, onto his page, quiz actually, uh, and drop Mark a message. Uh, and uh, yeah, get on there Monday night. What I like about, well, not just what I like about Mark, but what I like about Mark's, like, um, you know, the quiz nights he runs and stuff. Obviously, you know, you can't do quiz nights at the moment, sort of as you normally would, because all the pubs are shut and everything. But what I like is that he includes unsigned and underground bands in it, sort of in between. I think he's got playlists and he uses music in the rounds and stuff, which is really cool. So he's a massive supporter. He does loads of work outside of quizzes on uh, to do with grassroots music and, and venues and that sort of thing. Um, and I will forget all of the links, but look them up later. Or hopefully he will tell me and I can just retweet it. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, you've got to go in there, check out Mark Stacker. Um, was formerly Zebron because he's an absolute yeah. legend. Because he uh, he also sponsors this really great radio show. Um, <laughs> really great show. Um, uh, it's www.thepremiumblendradioshow.co.uk apparently. <laughs> I feel like you should be sponsoring us to get all these yeah, plugs yeah, in, mate. Right, yeah. <laughs> we'll take <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure we'll, we'll get empty. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get M's two cents soon, but uh, before that, we're going to get to the brand new Ron Bowes song called I'm Your Man. Dig this.
Right on, that was Ron Bowes with I'm Your Man. Uh, another cool bluesy rock tune by uh, Mr. Ron Bowes. And I always enjoy that stuff, man. And just I just always get that stone steel to it, man. That's what I love about it. And Em and I was actually listening to Stones uh, the other night. So, but yeah, love the tune. Yeah, it's definitely got a real dirty blues feel about it. It always seems to have that uh, nailed down sound that seems to work for him. Uh, it's always good. And, uh, yeah, Ron Bowles, yeah, he's, he's absolutely kicking it. Although I don't think you can hear me because that's a <laughs> 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 sorry, sorry. What's going on? There's someone's been attacked. The patron's here. Put more Ron Bowles on. <laughs> Stop. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> clearly, clearly the dogs are going fault. nuts I... for a bit of bluesy rock and roll. Um, I have to say that uh, I really, really love Ron Bowes, but there's something about this track in particular where, although it's obviously far too late, it feels like it's harking back to a kind of film noir thing. So like, obviously yeah. that sort of music didn't exist when film noir came out, but it's got that kind of shady detective kind of feel. And I feel, I don't know, there's something, it, there's some imagery in the, in the notes that he uses. And I guess it's cause it's, you know, kind of old blues, um, kind of, you know, old blues guys influence kind of stuff, which he always plays, but there's something about that harmonica that makes me think of shady backstreet, New York alleyways, um, in a slightly, cardboard Hollywood set with mm. people wearing big trench coats and lots of people having affairs and killing each other. Sounds great. <laughs> it's almost a bit like Peaky Blinders meets Bonanza. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> spot on. Spot on. Uh, so, um, that, that was my fault. I actually knocked on the table to get, get M's attention and the dog sat some of the doors so that was completely my fault. So, <laughs> I, 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 I didn't think it all since I got well, my mistake. Oh well. So moving on. Never mind, eh? Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll forgive up... you, but only because it's you. All right. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so next up, we have a brand new one by a band called Bad Llama, and the song's called Elements. Dig this.
as hell tune, man. And we've just been spoiled tonight with just the, the the good bridges and 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 the flows of the songs, <clears throat> man, and just the soloing and some of the just the, just the heavier kind of just the gut wrenching riffs are just amazing. Just loving this song, awesome. Yeah, it's definitely a nice heavy tune. Really rolls really nicely once again. Uh, another yeah, cracking tune. Uh, it just literally just just rolls nicely. And that 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 rift just absolutely just kicks you right in the guts, and it's yeah. Uh, fantastic yeah really like that tune and uh yeah spot on for me it's got a good good kind of heavy it has got a bit of a punch in the stomach kind of feel which i quite like <laughs> like it's kind of <laughs> that kind of feels like it's gonna wind you you know it's got that kind of thing going on which is uh which is pretty cool it's a great tune i really like that i think the vocals are really powerful in that as well uh great rhythm section and anything um i'm gonna i'm gonna introduce the game that i was just briefly briefing you on in the break you've both seen it already but uh, if you're listening to the show um i found this thing i can't remember where i found it i lost the thing you know when your screen scrolls up and you can never find it so i can't credit whoever came up with this unfortunately but um the song that was number one on your 12th birthday is the theme for your life so you have to you have to tweet us and tell us what the song is uh, mine is the drugs don't work by the verve which i really like uh we've just discovered uh, uh, where are we? Just discovered that Stuart's is True Blue by Madonna. Yeah, that's, uh, that's very much how my life runs. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and Bonesy, unfortunately, was 12 in the year that Brian Adams was number one for about 365 days, it looks like. Uh, but everything I do, I do it for you. Oh, God. Uh, was, was number one was, between... Was actually... with, with Kevin Costner. Oh, God. <laughs> Such a good film, though. Uh, no, but between no, the 13th really of not. July... <laughs> it's, it's really not a good film. Between the 13th of July and the 26th of October that year, that, I mean, that is a huge amount of time to be number one. And for some reason, it was knocked off by U2 and The Fly, which is a crappy song. It's possibly worse. Well, anything, anything would have not, anything, I was just grateful that that wasn't number one anymore because it's just a shit song to be treated like. <laughs> uh, no, no, quite a good film. No, well, actually. He's fucking as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely like the film but I've got some good responses here I've got Sacrifice by Elton John was someone's actually has two people's and it, and so some people put the US as well I've just taken it from the UK number one but apparently at the same time Elton John Sacrifice was number one so was Newton's on the block step by step in the US I'm not quite okay. sure which is better or hey, which is uh, better man look, look up look up March 4th 81 <clears throat> March 4th 81 right okay I'm going to do this live on air yep Number one's... Oh, hang on. What was the year? 1981? 81, yeah. Okay. Right. Number one song. Uh, oh, I can't... I, <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it live on air. Hang on a minute. Okay, well... Uh, right, 19... No, no, hang on. I got it. 1981, March the... Fourth. No, that's wrong. Oh, God damn it. Right, play a song and I'll find okay. it. <laughs> It's not come up. So the, the, the substitute for Michael's ineptness will get to another new song here. A band called Leftover Bullets oh, wait, and a song called Confused. Aptly fitting. Dig this. I've got it.
right on. Leftover bullets with confused, which uh, Mike seemed a little confused before he got off air there to put the song on. But he, he's he's all he's all uh, uh, square now. So, uh, what a, <laughs> <laughs> but not not that I'm not uh, kind of off the deep end from time to time to myself. But regardless of that, that was a great heavy rocking tune. A little bit of '80s influence in there as well. But I love the I love the vocals, and again, another catchy hook. And man, the soloing was was a fucking amazing. I just I'm just loving this part one. I just like so into this. Awesome. Yeah, well, the uh, those guitars absolutely sing to you on that one. Uh, absolutely fantastic. What a, what a great tune. There's definitely an '80s influence in there as well, and I think that's definitely coming into uh, the way that music is going. There's definitely this '80s influence again. It seems to be. Uh, come through on so many new tracks. Um, I played um, uh, Reclaim Vienna the other week, uh, Change the Echo, and that is a massive eighties influence. There's, there's lots of new tracks that are having these influences, and that that there's, there's definitely nothing confusing about that track. It just absolutely kicks ass. Yeah, hundred um, percent. The I got confused because I typed in number one's nineteen eighty one wrong somehow. But, but anyway, apparently the answer was a Phil Collins song. Yeah. Um, this is amazing. You're absolutely right. Like there is that sort of eighties thing coming back. Um, it's interesting because it's both sides as well. Because you've got that like um, you know hair heavy rock kind of thing. Like these guys. These guys really remind me of Anthrax. Oh. Yeah, nice. Be all end all. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but then there's also loads of music that's got that kind of um, you know, electro synth wave, vapor wave, all these sorts of things are coming in, which are uh, influenced by the other side of the 80s, the more sort of poppy, you know, oh, look at these electronic instruments and all the cool stuff we can do. That was when people were self-oscillating, not self-isolating. <laughs> 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 just for that. Hope you like that. Um, <laughs> great track, great band. I think that's quite the evening so far. That's the title of the episode now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right on, man. Well, next up, we have another new one by Alan Morrissey, who's under Loud Heavy Rock on Twitter. Here we go with Retox. Dig this.
Right on. That was Alan Morrissey with Retox. And man, that just chock full of souls and some badass riffs. Like, I love his stuff. And it just seems to be the theme of tonight. And man, what a, what a, what a banging tune that was. Like, I really, really enjoyed that, man. Like, because the, the, the whole uh, album they sent us, it just, it's, it's just, it's like Tex Mex Shaman, man. It's just like all over the place, but it's badass as hell, you know? Like, yeah, it was, uh, we were halfway through that track and we were waiting for the vocals to kick in and we realised it was an instrumental. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's absolutely cracking tune because I normally, I'm not really into instrumentals. They really, they have to be really good to keep my attention. Okay. Uh, but that, that did actually keep my attention. It just, yeah, it just seemed to really flow nicely. It's just, yeah, great hooks, great riffs. And it just seemed to, yeah, just kick ass, really. <laughs> I think we're the same. I'm definitely the same. I'm generally it's hard to keep my attention with an instrumental. That's why I was so impressed with the instrumental version of uh, uh, whoever it was. We were Race earlier. and Danger. Race and Danger, thank you. Because um, it was really good. And then obviously they were like, oh, he's actually got vocals. It's like, wow, it's even better. Um, but yeah, this was the same in that it's, it, I mean, for me personally, as a guitarist, it was the guitar tone. is just like, oh, that's got my sense. Those little oh, solos, it's got that little, yeah, little bit of bass in there, a little bit, you know, slash S guitar tones, little wah pedal. I was like, oh, all right, I'll that. But um, yeah, so, <laughs> good tune. I, I would call that um, delicious, you know, tasty if, tasty if you're feeling conservative, but let's be honest, it was delicious. So does he, does he do all the parts? So is he like a solo artist that does all the parts and as, puts it all together? As far as I know, Or yes. is it a band or... No, as far as I know, it's just all him. It's all him. Well, yeah, well fair play to him. He's, yeah, he's, he's obviously nailed it all down, and obviously it's good that yeah, if you're a multi-instrumentalist, it's um, it's quite impressive, really. His bio says guitarist, composer, architect. I don't know if that's musical architect or if he actually builds buildings. <laughs> Soundtracker, all guitar EP out on all streaming platforms, DM for studio session and live work. So, yeah, I think he does it all. And his location is global. So, what does that mean? <laughs> uh, sure. He's locked down everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I was say. <laughs> <laughs> it talks about the alien invasion earlier. Maybe, maybe it's already arrived. He is everywhere at once. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> An international man of mystery. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yes, got from aliens to Austin Powers. I'm liking uh, this direction. Uh, yes, Basil. Nice rack. <laughs> <laughs> Who gives drawings? That's me. Okay, <laughs> so I mean that 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 that, that going forever and probably one of my favorite ones is known as like the third one with Austin Powers Faja, his farger. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> his father. <you> know? <laughs> and I tell you what, man. Even if you're not a big fan of him, that was the worst, but the most funniest yeah, baby ever I've heard in my life with Tom Cruise. Like, yeah, you know, <laughs> absolute worst, but so funny at the same time. <laughs> so, actually, I've got a question for the nation or the world. It's, it's international, this show. Now I keep forgetting. A uh, question for the world is: I've been looking for good films to share with my eight-year-old William um, while he's off school and stuff. We watched The Mask, which he absolutely loved. He cracked up every single bit of the way. (laughs) And I thought it might be a bit scary in places, but it wasn't. Um, I'm definitely going to show him the second Ace Ventura. I think the first one's probably a bit too sweary and sexual (laughs) in places, but the the second one I think is good. Are you sure about that, man? Because there's there's one point where it gets kind of grody, where he's uh, flogging the dolphin, so to speak, so... 
No, that's what I mean. That's the first one, though. Isn't the it? second so one. No, really the second one. It, well, the second one, oh, I can't remember. The, yeah, when yeah. they calls, I think is fine because I think okay. it's just a PG. All right. <laughs> oh. I think that'd be okay. But my question for the nation is: Are any of the Austin Powers films suitable for eight-year-olds? So you let uh, me know. I'll make a parental it's, judgment. It's <laughs> questionable, man. It's, it's very questionable. I know. <laughs> so, I showed him a trailer for one. He was like, "What did that mean?" I was like, "Doesn't matter." <laughs> well, but at the same time too is I, I I saw I saw the Holy Grail when I was nine, and I probably saw Spaceballs when I was ten. So you know they were absolutely suitable, but I didn't get the jokes, and nor did my parents explain to us either. So <laughs> I'm gonna do Men in Black. That's what I'm gonna do. I think he'll like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're pretty safe with Men in Black. Yeah, yeah I think that's okay. Yeah, I, uh, not 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 one I not a go to for me at all, but that's besides the point. That's okay. <laughs> Oh, I like Men in Black. The thing is, I sort of stopped watching films after 1999, so if anyone's got any good new films, apart from <laughs> Bloody Frozen, that I've seen a million times. Um, yeah, well, Frozen 2 is down the Disney app right now for free, so... Oh, don't. I've seen that as well. <laughs> so the thing is, right, obviously he's eight now, but when Frozen came out, in fact, it probably came out before he was born, I don't even know. But anyway, it was a massive thing for the first few years of my son's life and everyone at any nursery anywhere in the world probably had you know someone dressed up as Elsa coming in and whatever and all the kids loved it boys girls didn't matter so Frozen 2 comes out a million years later and all the kids are grown up and all the parents and I would like to say not necessarily myself but certainly my my beautiful partner um when well we ought to go and see it I'm like, why? <laughs> why do we have to go? We're past this, aren't we? We don't have to do this anymore. We ought to go and see it because he liked it so much when he was younger. It's like, all right. So they both sat there and really enjoyed it. And I sat there and went, oh, okay. But there's a great bit, I must admit, in the middle where Olaf the Snowman recaps the first film perfectly on the oh. ice, which is brilliant. Well, and I, the rest of it is like, oh, okay. I tell you what, man, show him, show him the original Aladdin. Yeah, I loved that film. Because I think I was... Robin Williams was amazing as a genie. And there, there's one that was – because they know they made a few of them. And only the first one made it theaters. The other ones just went straight to video or DVD sort of thing. But there's one mm-hmm. called – it's still the Aladdin story called Aladdin, Aladdin and the 40 Thieves. And, mm-hmm. again, Robin Williams is a genie. But they let him go even more nuts as ad-libbing. And that's probably one of the funniest movies I've ever seen in my life. And just these are Robin Williams, man. He just oh, – it was <laughs> – that's, that's one movie that I could watch quite a few times. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff you won't get, but, like, yeah, like, that one I've seen quite a few times, just, just crying, laughing so hard, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, we've definitely we've got an Aladdin DVD because I bought a load of Disney ones somewhere when he was younger and he didn't really understand them. So I think I'm going to pull out some of those. That's definitely one because I must have been six or seven, I guess, when that came out. And I really well, enjoyed man, that. Let me know if you think of any because I have a lot of stuff on my hard drive, so I can I can put in a Dropbox file and send it to you so you can watch it without a problem. Nice. Let's broadcast that illegality live on air. You can always watch, uh, watch uh, Contagion, because that seems to be quite appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I started watching something called Kingdom. I don't want to go too far down this because we'll end up running out of time. I started watching something called Kingdom, though, on Netflix this week, which looked like some weird arty South Korean thing that I thought might be quite fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> turned out, by episode two, it turns out it's a zombie thing. I was like, oh, that's appropriate. Yeah, <laughs> so, I, I, think, I, think, I think at this point that we're not crawling, we're soaring down the rabbit hole, like literally. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So no, we are. Right. Let, 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 let's, track. Let's, track. Let, let's, let's, let's get ourselves back out and dig up. So, <laughs> <laughs> so next up is another uh, new brand new Johnny Stranger song 
from their album Valkyrie, and it's such a badass album. And I had the pleasure of interviewing Peter Anthony, who is a Johnny Stranger. It was amazing and a great interview. And he's also part of Polaris Rose, which they're working on his stuff. I'm not sure what's happening at the moment. But either way, this is a great album. So the album is called Valkyrie. The band is called Johnny Stranger. The song's called Hush. Dig this.
Right on. Johnny Stranger with Hush. And what, again, another badass riff. And I just love the harmonies with him and, and uh, uh, Maddie. I mean, uh, she's the basis for Johnny Stranger and uh, also the second vocalist in Polaris Rose. And uh, what what a great tune that was. I just love the vocals. And uh, when I interviewed Peter, he said, you'll know some Polaris Rose influence in there as well. And I sure, uh, sure did. And but it's a great tune, man. I love this band. I love the album. And I, I, it's awesome that he's working on the next album. And I'm not sure what's going on with Employer Shows at the moment because of what's going on. So we'll see what happens with that. But hopefully soon enough. But a uh, great tune nonetheless. And these guys always put out gold, man. I love listening to the to the, to the progression and, and changes that, that are made throughout the, the years with these guys. Yeah, it's a great voice, a really cracking voice. Uh, it's like a, a, a very much a, an indie pop rock sound, uh, but they seem to have nailed down that sound really, really well. Uh, the, the track moves along really nicely, uh, and yeah, the vocals really, really carry that track. Uh, so yeah, it's a great track, and it really works for me, to be honest. <clears throat> yeah, I'm a massive, massive fan of these guys. I think there's a bit of everything. This tune in particular is just brilliant. It's got energy it's got drama it's got emotion there's a bit in it i might have said this before there's a bit of um silver chairs neon ballroom album um i think it's emotion sickness is the first uh track on that and it's got a little bit of that going on he had a cracking voice daniel johns as well and um, yeah just vocals are brilliant the rhythm section is so tight any band anywhere should be slightly jealous their rhythm section isn't as good as that um, <laughs> it's really really solid really really good um i absolutely love it um our good friend and listener mark stack who we mentioned earlier you should check out quiz actually um it's just said great voice with several exclamation marks and i completely agree with you mark <laughs> like it's brilliant absolutely fantastic great tune that's a feel-good tune i reckon absolutely so next up we have uh brand new millie manders and you know what? it's funny because um b and i interviewed millie manders a number of years back on the the, the bones and b banter hour and it was just a lot of fun a great interview and uh I we might play a few songs for you too, Mike. Um, there is uh, um, was it uh, uh, Mister uh, Mister Stupid and Little Big Mouth, and <laughs> there's a, some good ones. But this one more tackles uh, um, um, mental health, and it's 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 a good positive thing. And this came courtesy of uh, I think it was quite great PR, I believe, that sent us this, and I was like, oh, cool, Millie Manners, like, like Ivan. No, I I still have her stuff on my hard drive, obviously. And, but it's like I remember when I interviewed her; it was a lot of fun. You know, it was cool because uh, at the time, that's when the the word "baser" became big, and uh, Scottish means poop or something. <laughs> <laughs> when the word what? Sorry, the the word "bay" b a e. Oh, oh okay. All right, okay. So yeah, it was funny. But that she, means that means poo in Scottish. I didn't know something that. Like, something like that. Much of it was Scottish, but it was something like that it was pretty funny. But she was an awesome interview. <laughs> so, and it was because of B that we got that got hooked up with her initially to talk to her. So amazing. <laughs> well, better so, than Dirty Jess, anyway. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh no! Look at there again. We <laughs> <laughs> can't leave that with no context because no one knows. Like, so just check out Urban Dictionary. Look up Dirty Jess. Oh my god. Oh, or, or, or just, or just don't. 
or or Philly Sanchez. But let's move on. So here we go with Louis Manners and Silent Screams. Take this. and silent screams a very powerful tune in in more than one way vocally uh, lyrically and just powerful like but fun but still kind of kind of fun somewhat upbeat ska as well 
And that's what Louis Manor is known for. Like I said, it's been a number of years, but at least probably four or five years since I talked to her last. And that was with uh, Forgotten Bee. And uh, I, I still have that, that EP on my hard drive, which is awesome. Like, Mr. Stupid, uh, Little Big Head. Um, but it was, it was great. It was a lot of fun. So, and I was happy to get it. So as soon as I saw it, I said, Louis Manor is like, awesome. Like, I'm in, like, right away. <laughs> yeah, that sort of track sort of makes me wish I was 13 again so I could have that uh, pumping loud in my bedroom full of angst and anger, you know, because it's just a great track. It really just just absolutely kicks ass uh, and really just you know, just rocks. It's got that punk rock feel to it with a little bit of, yeah, a little bit of scarring, as you say, and a little bit of uh, that, that rocky sound. And then that breakdown, when it suddenly stops and that pause, it just makes you, there, and then just when it kicks back in again. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. Yeah, that really works for me. Absolutely cracking track. So, yeah, I'm gonna say I love that. <clears throat> I love the riff in the middle of that, or maybe it's towards the end. But after one of the choruses, it's just it's got this Jack is this stop, and then there's this Jack White esque, Jack White style kind of, uh, you know, almost Jimmy Pagey kind of you know rock and roll riff, which is really cool. But the Jimmy whole track, <laughs> Jimmy Pagey. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but the whole track, like the vocals, the lyrics are brilliant. The whole thing is fantastic. Um, I really, really enjoyed that. Um, speaking of being a, um, you know, angst-ridden teenager, uh, I mentioned obviously my eight-year-old son um, earlier. I had to go upstairs the other day and tell him to turn down Iron Maiden because it was too loud. No way. <laughs> At the time I was telling him, I was also secretly so proud. Yeah, right, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Legend. Uh, anyway, oh. what's next? Oh, oh man. Uh, just before we move on, it just, it just the, the fact that you mentioned the mask. And so years, years ago, it's going back when I was 19. So the car I had at the time was a Buick Regal, and it was a third, you know, went from my dad and my mom to me, but it was awesome. It was my first car. I loved it. You know, it was a great car. Anyways, so 91 Buick Regal had independent suspension, which means, like, the turning was amazing. The tight turns, you just kind of floor into the turns, right? So yeah, yeah. Um, that being said, there was one time uh, a good buddy of mine, Eric and I, we were out for, out for a drive, and... The respected uh, others were the back seat, and there's this one uh, street. This is a well living Michigan a street called Ivy Lane, and pretty curvy and pretty tight. And the one scene from uh, the mask when he goes in after his car's been like mangled with, <laughs> and he's like, "Hold on to your lug nuts! It's time for an overhaul." <laughs> and that's exactly what I said. I did just hit the gas and floored it. Right? Chris always the screams the back, but it was awesome, man. Like, it was so much fun. So it, it always reminds me of that. I mean, everything was fine. There was no accident, like you know, but it was uh, pretty cool. That's amazing. <laughs> All right. So, but just a funny movie in general. Well, of course we were a mess, metaphorically speaking. Metaphorically <laughs> <laughs> speaking. <laughs> the whole film was brilliant. The whole oh, yeah, film was right, brilliant. Right. I think I think the bit where Milo the dog puts the mask on is, is just genius. I, I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that and, for me, and... like, it's not even integral to the plot. It's just a brilliant bit of comedy. <laughs> no, no, because those pajamas were impossible. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and, but did you know that <clears throat> that guy he played Boone in Animal House with with uh, John Belushi? I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, he was he was he was one of the main characters in Animal House. 
Nice. Well, there you go. Stu, do you want to weigh in with us, buddy? Yes, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry, I was, uh, I was just uh, messaging someone. And I do apologise. So, uh, <laughs> I wasn't really involved with you two, so you might be quite happy chatting away to you, but um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't drive, so as soon as you start mentioning cars and you know first cars and all that jazz, you know, I, I never, I don't drive. I've never, never driven, so I, I kind of, um, I, I am uh, motorly uh, naive. See, but. Pebble said different the other day. She said, Stuart's been driving me mental. <laughs> well, I'm good. Yes, I've been doing Sorry. it for years. So. I felt bad even saying that pun. <laughs> no, I wouldn't, because it's the truth. So, anyway. <laughs> well, there is that. Well, not literally. Like, <laughs> well, well, I don't know. That, that's, uh, that's debatable as well, so... <laughs> right what's coming up next <laughs> alright yeah so on to the next song so we went from silent screams and now we're oh this is awesome so this is Biff Naked who is Canadian by the way and this is their song Jim dig this <laughs>
story obviously but another great tune and Biff Naked was actually very uh, she's Canadian and it was very popular for a long time then this kind of dropped off a little bit and now I guess she's slowly re-emerging again and we got sent her new single which is awesome which I'm very proud of the play so that was Biff Naked with Jim and man pulsing rocking I, I, her, her she's got a unique voice uh, and it's just kind of that kind of punk pop scots kind of twisted into one but it sounds badass as hell yeah, so uh, she's got a real 80s feel again. It's another 80s sounding track. It's got uh, yeah, real great hints in there, and it kind of really works really well. Um, again, I don't know whoever Jim is, but obviously whatever yeah. he did, he must have really upset her because there's there's definitely that kind of there's a, a hint yeah. of anger and and, and that, that that sort of retaliation back for whatever Jim did to her, and he must have been an absolute asshole to be honest because he's done something pretty bad to upset her to be honest. Yeah, so. no kidding, eh? Who hurt you, Jim? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we don't <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I missed. I thought it was Jim, as in you know, going for a workout. But now I understand. Um, that it's a great tune. Like it, you've sort of again said everything I was going to say. Like it's got that eighties thing going on. It's got like it's so fast paced. It's kind of manic, don't you think? And I like that. Like it's intense and manic yeah. and slightly yeah. crazy and kind of cool. It's you know. There, there's a few things like there's a bit of a theme actually um i was sort of the band that always comes to mind is dragon force obviously they were a bit more like rock metal kind of thing but just that insanely fast you know something going on really fast in the background that then levels the pace everything else feels half time and it's still really fast kind of thing there's a few tracks that come in recently that do that and this does that in the chorus which is kind of cool like the vocal goes way over you know over the bars but actually underneath it's pretty speedy which is cool i like it good tempo Right on. Well, man, next up, uh, you're going to dig this one. This is uh, Hilo. This is from their new album, Down the Wave, which Mike and I both have the vinyls of, which is awesome. So a big thank you to them, to Hilo, for that. And unfortunately, because what's going on, um, we won't be doing an interview with them until everything kind of sells up because they're in two different places. Uh, we could possibly step up a Skype um, and do like a, a conference call, see if that works, so we'll see what's going on. But either way, it's an awesome album. I've been a big fan of them for a long, long time. And it was awesome to get, to get the album in the mail and everything else. And I haven't bought the tape yet, but I'm thinking about them buy the tape and the shirt. Cause, and there's a new Idol Bowen shirt out with a t-shirt as well they want. So, But I don't be able to bit of time, but I'm willing to wait. But anyways, it's a great album. And I've said before, they're the kings of, of fuzz rock. And... 
this, it's not just a good tune, but just because with Mike and I being Archer fans, and for those Archer fans, the song tells Hilo song is hello. <laughs> so here we go with Hilo and hello. Dig this. Hilo with hello, and I love saying that, but it's such a great tune. I love the vocals, and it just, it just obviously, uh, um, if, if it's by Weezer, I can hear Pebbles laughing in the background there, but influenced by Weezer there, and uh, it just sounds something actually that could have been, been potentially off uh, um, the blue album by Weezer, but either way, a great tune, love the vocals, and great fluid, like Kings of Fuzz Rock, and there you go with Hilo, and hello. Yeah, I think you absolutely nailed it there with, with Weezer sounding. Yeah, it's definitely got that sort of 90s vibe about it. It's just a, it's a really fast-paced, uh, quite short track, but it seems to really work. And, yeah, what better title than Hello? Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> it's a great track. It's a great album. I didn't realise. Um, so... I've been listening to the digital version of this quite a bit and the record when I'm at home, which is all the time at the moment. Um, and uh, and it, obviously it's really good, but um, they also sent me a CD, uh, which is I haven't actually listened to. And I 
was listening to some CDs the other day and I put it on and I didn't realise it's not the album. It's actually like B-sides and oh, nice. uh, different versions of stuff. I was like, oh, that's really cool. I've got like a whole extra album effectively. Nice. Um, so that's pretty cool. I don't know if there's any of those vinyls left, but if you get one, they might send you a nice CD as well, which is um, pretty cool. I think they're out of vinyls. I, I think they, they oh. I, I think they put but I'm pretty sure they put something that's they're releasing uh, out of vinyls officially because there's only like eight left by I am I'm pretty sure unfortunately I think they're all out I'm not surprised we kept promoting it so much on this show oh so yeah man. Well, man, why, 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 why wouldn't you right and it's just the Crosswires <laughs> album and it's funny too actually Probably. speaking of Crosswires real quick side note here the other day I was at work with Wendy so uh, just you know Stu Wendy is a good friend of mine and she has family because uh, she's born and raised in England just family England. So when the Crossfire album came out, I figured, well, you know, I'll I'll pay for it and and have it sent to Mike's house. So Wendy can meet him while she's down there. It worked out perfectly. So my my friend Wendy from here met up with Mike, and then I got a picture at five o'clock my time, so ten p.m. your time, and it's a picture of, of Mike and Wendy, and Wendy's holding the Crossfire's uh, vinyl album. I was like that's amazing. She's bringing it back with her. So it was a uh, it was pretty cool. So it was a. Uh, 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 a very, very, very connected way to get a, get an LP from the UK. It's all about the networking. Oh man, it was, and it was awesome because I was when I was with Wendy the other night. We were working together for about an hour or so, and um, another coworker was saying, "Well, what's this mean? What's this mean?" Or just asking about different uh, British phrases. And so Wendy answered uh, uh, answered a few, and then there was another one. And then she looked at me and goes, "Do you want to answer this one?" I was like, "Yep, I got this one." So it just because, well, I'm so used to it now between working with Wendy, doing this show with you guys, being there, you know, I got a lot of Lego down, a lot, a lot of the, a lot of the, the, the quote unquote slang I know because I've heard it so many times that it just sticks in my head and then sometimes it crosses over and it comes out here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy I work with who, uh, he, um, he, he sort of he's he's based in Atlanta and he takes the piss out of my boss um, because at the end, at the end of um, yeah, at the end of a call or whatever she'll be like cheers and he kind of does this like you know he's this big dude in Atlanta going cheers <laughs> <laughs> he does it really well <laughs> it's really funny <laughs> he's hilarious but yeah it's, uh, it's funny man it's funny alright so we have two more songs for part one here Next up, the, these next two, they're 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 pretty cool because the the if you if you really close listen to the tonality of the songs, kind of fifties, kind of sixties, a little bit of seventies mixed in there with kind of new a new uh, what new wave we'll call it, maybe a little bit of kind of the strokes as well. But these last two bands are are, are cool and best way to finish up part one here. So the first band up is a band called Death Trends, and the song's called Missing People. Dig this. Cause everybody's talking 
Dance with the missing people. Understand all the missing people. Hold hands with the missing people. I wanna stay like the missing people do. I wanna stay like the missing people do. Get lost with the missing people. Trends with missing people and hold hands, shake hands, see what the missing people, but a great tune, very catchy, and um kinda kinda had uh vocals kinda like the the singer, I can't think of his name right now, from Midnight Oil. Oh nice. So but yeah, I could really enjoy that too, man. Really 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 cool, like really catchy and like but yeah, a, a good way to kinda slightly wind down part one, but a great tune nonetheless. Loved it. Yeah, it's a great tune. That's a really good tune. I wanted to, I wanted to clarify who they were because they they've definitely got like um a band that I've played before, like uh, Ponderosa Glee Boys. Uh, it's a very similar sound. It's like a nineteen late seventies sort of punk sound with a modern twist, and that is very much in the very similar vein to that. Um, absolutely outstanding, really great track. It really kind of just pumps uh, and just just drives yeah. all the way through. It just yeah, just really just just kicks it all the way through. Yeah, really like that. Really really like that. Yeah, that's very cool, man. That's a great way to end part one. Um, one more time to go, a... not, not quite done. Oh, oh, yeah, we're not quite ending part one. Sorry, oh, it's right. a great way to start to wind down. Part one. <laughs> <laughs> I keep forgetting there's one more. That's twice I've done that once on there and once on there. How embarrassing. Uh, anyway, it's a great, great tune. Uh, proper punk rock and roll. It sounds great. I'm now on the Premium Blend Radio Show website uh, looking at the wonderful review that Pebbles did of Ponderous Glee Boys, who apparently sound a bit like this band. So I'm looking forward to checking them out as well. Uh, and maybe that could be one of our. Uh, fantasy gig lineups, yeah. which we've had a couple come together now, which is quite exciting. We've gone, oh, that band would be great with that one, and then they've gone all right, oh, yeah. uh, which is pretty cool. Yeah, obviously uh, they have to do it via Skype now or something. But uh, what, was, uh, what was the uh, the website? Was it www.thepremiumblendradioshow.co.uk? <laughs> uh, no, I actually went to www.thepremiumblendradioshow.com. Oh, excellent! Well, I own both. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable, but yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> All right, moving on. We have one more song to get to for part one. So this band is a band called Handsome Rat. The song's called Chantel. Dig this.
Chantel and man that had like a cool 60s 70s vibe to it and kind of reminded me a little bit of the strokes as well but man I just love that kind of kind of retro uh feel to it and just the way it was done because it just you can make an attempt at it doesn't mean you're gonna do it justice and that's the biggest thing right it's like if you're gonna do something like that and kind of bring back like a an old school kind of format music you want to make it work and do it justice otherwise you just waste your time and potentially kind of lost a few uh, listeners just because of that. So <laughs> Don't fuck it up, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but you'll take my word for it, you know, so. Uh, well, what a way to end the, the first part of part one, to be honest. Yeah, if you're going you're gonna to go for it, you go big or you go home. And uh, that's definitely a big, big tune. Uh, yeah, it may again be short tracks. I really like these short tracks because it's almost like they get three and a half minutes into two and a half minutes, right. and they just seem to just go for it. And it's like from the right from the off, and that track just goes from it right from the off, and it goes right through to the end, and it's yeah, just absolutely just 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 kicks butt and just doesn't stop, and it's just just a yeah, it's just a, a ripper of a track. Nice, there you go. Handsome rat, time traveling <laughs> from three and a half minutes to two and a half minutes in one single track. It's brilliant. It's a really cool track. It's got that kind of indie punk bordering on psychedelic kind of vibe going on. Uh, all of the above that my beautiful co-hosts have uh, have said. Is, <laughs> is, I'm not sure if I can build on it. This is the thing, you know, you, you start bringing other people to the party and they steal all the thunder. I mainly messed about. It's a fantastic way to end part one. We have got a cracking part two coming up as well. If you're listening to this in real time, uh, then you can hang on for, what, what 10, 15 minutes yep. phones in, we'll get it in. Yeah, and uh, if you're listening to- Sorry, I was going to say, if you're listening to this on catch-up, then uh, you can probably just click on part two and listen to it then. So it's been wonderful, uh, and I'm looking forward to the next bit, mate. Until then, we'll let uh, Mr. Krieger take us out. Memory banks of the supercomputer. Mm, 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 mm,
Shrinky Dink that! Krieger out!